Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? Here we are. We're in a magic card store. We're standing in a magic card store. In Heideo Comics in Santa Monica, we're actually doing a, on the Welcome People to Play Magic Day, we're doing... Open House. Magic Open House. Magic Open House. We're doing probably the worst format for that, which is a triple Modern Masters block draft. Not for beginners. (laughs) Not for beginners. By the way, guys, that's John Finkel hanging out with us right now, hanging out in the studio. You know, managing hedge funds and being a legend. (laughs) Marshall. (laughs) James. James. Yeah, not no, not not a famous <laughs> magic commentator or player, but not at all. But host of the podcast, do you still love it? Which you do, I still love it. Do I? That's what I said. It, well, well, I guess if you're using the intransitive, oh, I said, do pronoun. you still love it? I said, yeah. yes. it was a combination statement. To right. ask you and make a statement. Do you still right. love your podcast? I do still love my <laughs> podcast. It's called Do I Still Love It, where uh, we ask some friends on the show to watch movies or TV shows that we loved when we were kids to see whether or not we still love them now that we're adults. Sounds pretty sick. Kessler was on, and we rewatched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, it was awesome. Power Rangers is maybe I've said this before because I've shouted out that episode before. The most metal thing I've ever watched. It's, it's just, just all guitars. guitar riffs and robot dinosaurs fighting Godzillas and shit all the time for like half an hour. It's awesome. Sweet. So, so yeah, this is kind of a preview of what we're going to be doing. Uh, we have you know a bunch of people. Jimmy Wong is here. Yeah, Jimmy's here. He'll probably Josh be on Kim, chatting who's later. Also been on that previous episodes. Yeah. So what we've got going on right now, guys, this is going to be a regular episode of, of the Masters of Modern Podcast. But we're about to play a special draft that Kessler organized. He saved packs from the uh, Modern Masters 2013, 2015, and bought some 2017 packs to combine. We're doing a one-pack from each set draft right now. What do, you, what do you guys think the best draft archetype in this Am movie? I supposed to spoil that when I'm drafting against both of you? Sure. What are I you going to force? Uh, okay, so my default, like, because I'm treating this somewhat like a chaos draft. Like, I did my research ahead of time, like, looking at the various archetypes, and my favorite thing to try and draft if it's open and a chaos draft is blue white skies since that has always been a draft archetype in every set ever and then when i looked at these modern masters since artifacts was a big theme of blue white well in two of them and then this year they brought the shards back so esper again so i'm like i think i'm just going to try and draft blue white skies and keep open for artifact (laughs) like maybe go into esper when we get to to uh, Modern Master 17. I'm really looking for some graveyard shenanigans. Are we drafting reverse order? Or are we drafting? Uh, in, in timeline order. So we'll so be opening the original set first, second set, second, third You can set, guarantee third. I'm going to go heavy suspend theme and be sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Spells matter in the other ones. Yeah, no, I think going dredge in the first set and then following up with some sweet uh, psych... Uh, um, not on burial. What's the... Well, on burial rights, but the um, unearth in the last set. Yes. And just kind of oh, yeah. like curtailing it in the middle with some good removal. No, just on burial rights. No, I'm rights in the third set. But there's yeah. also yeah, yeah. Unearth. The Unearth is the mechanic. The mechanic oh, for oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about the card Unearth. I was like, if the card Unearth is legal in modern, I'm going to lose my mind because I didn't no, know no, that. No, 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 Oh, no. man, maybe we'll get it in Hour of Devastation. I love that so card. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, uh, do a little shout-out, then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to probably interview each, each person, see what kind of deck they drafted once we're all done, and then we're going to get into playing, and we'll let you guys know how it all goes. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. I am at the MMCast. Where we are at the MMCast, I am at Kess Wiley. We are all Negan. No, <laughs> I am, I'm at Ben Bateman Media. That was a Walking Dead joke. No one watches that show anymore. Um, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, follow my podcast. We're at Do I Still Love It all over the internet. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Do I Still Love It. Yeah. Sick. Cool, guys. All right, we're going to get into this, and we'll check back in with you a little bit. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. And we're back. The draft's done. The tra- how'd, you, how'd you guys do? I got two words for you. Summoning Trap and Kozilek. 
Oh my That's goodness. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I opened Kozilek in my second pack and I laughed. I laughed a big hearty laugh and passed it. Yeah, he wheeled to me. Or no, 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 he didn't wheel to me. He came to me and yeah. I was like fourth pick. Yeah, well, cuz like my so I started my draft and I was like, "All right, first pick Kitchen Finks, second pick uh, Tide Hollow Skull or third pitch kitchen, third pick Kitchen Finks. Wow. And I was like, all right, so like that seems fine. I was like, that just seems like I'm gonna be grindy. Yep. And then I was like, but you know, I'll, I'll like get some fixing. So I took like a search for tomorrow and stuff like that. And then in the second pack, when I saw like Mock to Riders, <laughs> I was like, you know what? This just seems like pretty sweet. I'll just go for this. And then it kept happening. And then I got the summoning trap. And then I, after Kozilek, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna ramp into Kozilek and be five color. This is good. Yeah, that, that was kind of, I almost did a full 180 when I saw Kozilek in the pack and was like, you know what? This is Jimmy Wong, by the way. Hello. Oh, yeah, Josh Jimmy's on the podcast. Yeah, what's up, Jimmy? Not bad, not much, not much. Uh, yeah. I drafted a near mono black deck. Whoa. Uh, and whereas you have Kozilek, I have Grizzlebrand. Oh, sick. Oh, so sweet. I'm trying to get game, to the, If there's a game where we have like Grizzlebrand versus Kozilek, it's gonna be like <laughs> so money. That's gonna, it's gonna be pretty sweet. I have a feeling draws that I'll. Cards, though. But you yeah. have Annihilator. Actually, he draws hard to four decide. immediately. Annihilator yeah, yeah. is big. He I draws mean, seven here's the thing. I, I can gain of... the life, but I'll still get annihilated. Yeah. But I'll be able to draw a bunch of cards and then get one of my many non-existent removal spells. Uh, no. Yeah. So I'm black-red. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm on that sacrifice plan. My Your deck the best thing I'm doing me. though is I have uh, sort of fire and ice. I pack one, picked one, foil sort. Like yeah, that's <laughs> this all skill. That was like the way. all yeah. Well, I'm you're really just really good. at Your this modern game. masters one packs were like bananas, and we thought that we thought that nothing was going to surpass that until the until the scalding tarn foil got opened in the third. Yeah, pack. this was crazy. There was a tarmogoyf. There was a fire and ice. There was a, a foil, foil sort of fire. Foil, and yeah, both foil sort of fire and ice and scalding tarn. Well, and yeah. then also Alex all, runs good. All the like all the like <laughs> rando commons. It was like somebody old foil. Uh, like foil street wraith and like foil lava spike it was like all right well instead of opening the crappy commons in foil we got the good ones yeah, yeah. the yeah, actual yeah. modern playables and yeah. i am playing that street wraith by the way i'm playing street wraith i'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to either cycling it or swamp walking I, all over your five color butt let's I think go there was, i think there was like three street <laughs> i think there was two or three street wraiths and there was one point in the draft where i was like i've seen so many death denieds that if i had gotten all the street wraiths and all the death that'd denies so oh, that'd be nice <laughs> yeah. yeah i should have obviously i mean being the mom black deck i didn't take a single death denied and that seems just wrong yeah but uh, hey yeah so, so, yeah, I, I saw you had, like, all these Cathari bombers when I looked over your shoulder. Yeah, my deck is, like, very much that red-black. Well, I, like, was very much in the red-black sacrifice theme in the beginning, and then I was like, hopefully I get paid off at the end, and I did. And I yeah. got like, a bunch of cool decks. I saw you have, like, you have, like, Wrecking Balls and Augur Sprays. Yeah. I, I, very I, nice. In pack three, my tough decision was funny, because Jimmy, you and I just, like, was it earlier today, we were having the conversation of Dinrova Horror versus Augur Spray. Yeah. At Common, and I opened both, and I was already in the five-color plan. Dimrova Horror, I hope you took. Unless did. you didn't have any removal. But Dimrova Horror is removal. I took, I took Dinrova Horror. I took, I took Dinrova, and the other two options in the pack were uh, Augur Spree, and there was a Wooly Thokter as well. The Augur, both those got to me, by the and way. And because I was already in three. And then the, and then the Wooly Thokter wheeled. I passed <laughs> the first Augur Spree for something. Yeah. I, 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 that, oh, no, no, no. The second one I picked. I, I passed my pack one prick when I picked a, a evil twin over that. And I was like, I can splash this. This card's really I good. I think they, I got. I passed both Augur Sprees. I, like, the second Augur Spree yeah, I passed. Yeah, you did. You passed both. I, I saw two. I'm trying to remember what I took or for the second three. one, but... Uh, it had to have been something that was maybe. Oh, I think I took a signet maybe because I was like already just like I need so more deep ramp. on colors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I needed some actual ramp as opposed to just selection. I have like two evolving wilds and a terramorphic expanse, sure. but very nice. So, so other than Grizzlebrand, like, are you just trying to? Get I have the some Rothy trappers have? in there. Okay. I got a little Sick. bit of, of Rebel Scout action happening. Nice. I was uh, I like actually like rebels. originally kind of hated on the Rebel strategy, and then I noticed like oh, there's pretty good changelings in the second pack. The, yeah. And, like, so I got a I, I got a couple of those. Yeah. But, uh, seems powerful. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, but my big thing is I first picked an Academy Ruins, and I'm going to be going all out with oh, some of nice. my, uh, my not living weapons, because those don't go to the graveyard, but my uh, modular creatures. Oh, modular creatures? Did you get any of the uh, the spell bombs? 
I did not, oh, unfortunately. Man. I had to pass one spell bomb for the Rothy Trapper, the Tapper. I hope you got oh, that. I don't know if I would have taken the spell bomb. I don't you know, man. Academy yeah, runs, it's true. It's true. Really I mean, I made a couple of misplays over this draft, but I still feel pretty good about having Grizzlebrand. I hope so. you got a bunch of those Mishra's bobbles they reprinted in the new set. I did not. What? No. They no. didn't get reprinted. Oh. Just kidding. So your Academy Ruins plan. I'm like, I. I I, I have an expedition map, though, <laughs> so I'm going to cycle that to get every land out of my deck. It's <laughs> so bad. Five mana to get a land and play every turn. Yeah, dude. Done. <laughs> Just shifting it all out there. Five mana to do Just wait. Draw. We might be playing first, by the way, if we're doing cross-pot Five mana to draw so. and play a basic land This is land really just turn. a whole point for me to bend and know everyone's deck. Oh, so no. That. I'm out. Bye, guys. Go <laughs> listen to the command zone. Are we Commander, next? the best. <laughs> Bye. So this is Paul. This is one of the other people we're joining. Hello, everyone. friend of both people of the cast. What did you draft? Uh, well, I drafted red green. It's pretty much a mid range deck where I, I kind of center. Oh, is it on? You're good. Talk. I kind of center center out around uh, three and four drops. The idea is to just have a, a solid early game with some cheap blockers, and then I hopefully I can get hopefully I can get out get out a bloodshot trainee and pump him up and uh, get some solid control before I can finally round out with with uh, some wolf, with some wolf tokens to kill people or a big dragon. What was the sweetest card you picked? I would say the sweetest card I picked is uh, Tarmogoyf. I also have a, I also have a, <laughs> I also have a foil scalding turn, so uh, I feel like I'm playing some real modern here, guys. You opened all the money, or no? The no, I didn't open either you. of those. They just got passed to me. Oh, that's so. But uh, <laughs> I think they'll be pretty solid in the deck because I got some fetch land. I got one fetch land. I got an evolving wilds, and I've got a good mix of instants and sorceries and creatures. So uh, I think, uh, yeah. I think it'll, uh, I think it'll pull through. You're cool. so happy that people aren't keeping their cards that you're keeping all the cards. Oh yeah, this is a great decision. Was your part. stomach like just like was your stomach just like so warm as the draft was happening? Like you know, the whole time, I was yeah. really happy about all yeah. this really sweet value <laughs> being right. able to open. All right, well, hopefully, I play you round one and you don't draw any of your fast things because my deck takes like seven turns to get going. <laughs> I'm hoping I don't have to face down a Kozilek. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, Alex is back after round one. Uh, I lost to my opponent who is now on, and he gets to talk about his deck. This is Sam Abramowitz. Say hi. Hello. So what did you draft? Uh, I drafted base green, five-color good stuff. Um, got two rampant growths, two Kadama's reaches, a bit of land cycling, uh, a lot of removal to power myself into bombs, like Balaka Worm, uh, the good stuff. So what do you think of the format? Um, surprisingly fun. Well, maybe not surprisingly fun. Uh, very fun, though. Yeah, um, the cards are sweet. This, I mean, we kind of talked about it in the game, like, just generically good cards are going to be better than they normally are, so right. it's a little bit more sealed-y than normal, right. but and otherwise... Modern Masters is already known for having a lot of generically good cards. Yeah, so it's, like, really sweet, but also... Yeah, I feel like five-color good stuff is probably going to be the best strategy. Right. Yeah. Like, just, like, thinking about it, you just... I pick the best cards, and I have bounce lands. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of my strategy from the get-go. Uh, I started... My first pick was Cloud Goat Ranger, which is a pretty insane bomb. And then I went into double Kadama's Reach, so I could just play whatever spells. Yeah, at I that drafted. point, you're just kind of, ooh, that spell looks sweet. Grab it and then go for it. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Anything else you want to say about the? Uh, no, not really. All right, cool. All right, now next person to draft, Josh Kim. What's up? Welcome back to the cast. Yeah. How, how, how did the draft go? Uh, draft was interesting. Okay. okay, so like pack one, I picked. I was just trying to keep myself open, so I was picking up like the um, the land cyclers and um, oh, I see. Uh, and uh, I picked up like City of Brass early, so I was just trying to keep myself open. Um, there was a couple cards that I picked up that I was like, uh, they might be good later in the draft. Like um, anything that produces tokens is good with the populate stuff that will come later. Right. Uh, anything with good ETBs, I figured would be good as well. Okay, I guess um, we haven't talked like the token strategy itself is probably something that carries over pretty well from one to three at least. And yeah. Two has like 
to every set on the planet has tokens in it. For sure. And, you know, so, like, in Modern Masters 2, I picked up some cards that had Convoke on it. Um, I, you know, like, the green-white decks from Modern Masters 2 are right. obviously really good, so I picked up a Sign of the Wild, that sort of thing. Um, just some value, uh, general value cards like Algigarial. Um, oh, I love Algigarial. Master Myers was something I picked up early as well. Uh, even a Sporso or a Thalid, which is just into my deck, just basically yeah. a 4-4. Four, 5 four, mana 4-4 four. Four, four is fine, and then eventually you're like, I got a 1-1. One, one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. How did you um, not kill this? I'm probably winning. And then uh, the What's third pack was really impactful, actually, for me, because like, I, I picked up a, uh, some Splicers, uh, Fists of Ironwood, things that really... Um, uh, benefit from the token strategy. I picked up Arachnus Spinner, which is an absurd card, but I picked up two Intangible Virtues. Which oh, yeah, is that card's really good. Very, very good. And then uh, I was open on fixing, so I also picked up a Soul Ransom. So you're just kind of playing five colors accidentally? Yeah, kind of. Because okay. my fixing is pretty good. And so. Um, yeah, it seems like everyone's on kind of that five color game plan right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's just a lot of fixing overall. Like You have the Bounce Lands uh, in pack two, you have the Land Cyclers in. Um, Pack one and then pack three obviously has like the signets and stuff. So right. There's just general a lot of fixing, so I figured I could go. So what's the most insane card you picked? Oh, that you're playing. Uh, Soul ransom. Soul ransom. <laughs> I just think that card's <laughs> absurd. That card's so good. I, I just. Uh, I mean, I did pick up an Iona. <laughs> Are you playing Iona? I am. Probably shouldn't be. I think that's probably the most insane card you're playing. Yeah. Not like both if you get it into play and you for playing it. Yeah, I'm insane for playing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to go to turn 12 every time I play nice. this deck. So. I mean, hopefully you. Pl I know Jimmy's playing a mono black deck, so hopefully you can kind of get that into play. Yo, that'd and be I think sweet. he has Grizzlebrand, so it could be some Iona versus Ooh. Grizzlebrand action, which is pretty, <laughs> at least on flavor. Yeah. Um, Avison will be proud. But yeah, I don't know. My deck's really weak on. Um, on removal. So yeah. So how thing. did how did your round one go? So round one, I played against the red green deck, which I was dreading. Which is Paul, who we had, who who deck teched his deck already. Oh, the first gotcha. Person. Yeah. So he's um, the red green deck that's yeah. playing. He's like the mythic dragon and. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was Tarmogoyf. tough because proactive threats are hard for my deck to deal with. I want to sure. like establish some. Um, you know, I just want to flood the board and eventually win through like Oven Wall Tracker, just deleting things off right. the board. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't have any w good removal, <laughs> which is a problem. Um, so yeah, that's basically. I just got yeah. kind of run over. Right. Um, the one game I was actually able to kind of slow the game down, uh, I eventually ground out and won. But the other two games, I just got kind of ran over. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. Like the five color and like just base green deck seemed really strong yeah. in this format in general. And yeah, yeah. Like my removal did not match up against the lingering souls very well. I yeah. had like <laughs> auger spree. Uh, the Wrecking Ball and, Ooh, like, one yeah. other spell. And I was like, oh, these three three-mana removal spells are really Not bad against, against all of your 1-1s. One yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, it, I don't know. It's, it's been fun. I, I was dreading playing against the red-green deck just because, like, uh, in the third pack, I was like, oh, God, all these red cards are so good. Right. And, um, I figured someone to my left was playing uh, some sort of proactive red-green deck, and, of course, I get matched up with them. But, yep. you know, whatever. It happens. Uh, yeah, I was hoping to maybe be able to pull off the Burning Tree Emissary into uh, Empty the Warrens deck. Ooh, yeah. Uh, didn't. I do have one Burning Tree and one Empty the Warrens, so maybe I'll get Maybe you can live the dream. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. Uh, we just wrapped up the rounds. Uh, Alex, Alex and I just played some games, and it's funny. He was playing Esper Colors, but he felt that he saw no good Esper cards. How did you feel the games went? Yeah, I, uh, I felt like my cards were a lot less powerful than the cards across the table. Um, yeah, so my, my deck is focusing mostly on uh, card advantage and evasion creatures and uh, some removal, but the, the power level is just outclassed by the five-color good stuff. 
it definitely looks like the kind of deck that I always try drafting in any limited format, which is like reasonably costed good cards, good card selection, things that fly, lots of instant speed tricks. Yeah, that's that's exactly the plan I, I was going for. Um, hurting on mana a little bit, both games just uh, had a, a ton of value that I, I didn't have access to because I was uh, so crunched on mana with the tapper and the blink flashback and uh, just a bunch of cards in hand that never got cast. Blinding Soul Eater is a ridiculously powerful card in Limited. Uh, every every format I've ever played that card in, that card is just an absolute all-star. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I take it super early, even if I'm nowhere near white. I mean, you can play it for the two-life a turn. It's it's likely tapping something that's it's doing a lot more. But in white, just a ton of flexibility. You, when you're planning out your turn, you, you can decide whether you value that two-life or if you really need that extra mana, and just really leaves your options open. I mean, I think the lesson that we've learned over time is that Phyrexian Mana was totally, totally, totally busted and broke the color pie, and there's a reason that it's like that and Delve are like the most recently unfair mechanics they've printed. Yeah, really, really good. Just <laughs> le leaving your options open like that is a lot of value. Yeah, I did actually in game two get off the, the summoning trap into Kozilek play against you, but interestingly enough, it did nothing. You had Pillory of the Sleepless. All it did was create one damage a turn for me, and it just didn't do anything. It sucked. Yeah, yeah, it just... Uh, made it so the other threat didn't get the pillory and I, I just had too many threats to deal with so yeah excellent well uh, the games were a lot of fun especially one one went forever i just kept playing big stupid dinosaurs uh just dinosaur after dinosaur which was great and uh yeah thanks for talking to us we're gonna go into round two now any any final thoughts on how you're gonna play round two definitely gonna focus a little more on tempo because i think the uh the card advantage and the value is there so i just need to not fall too too far behind early in the game bassless collar very strong almost saved you almost saved your bacon and we are back, standing with the victor of round one, Marshall James. We've got Jimmy Wong walking in the picture here any second. Uh, how did the games go, Marshall? Uh, well, they were, both, they were both pretty good games. Nobody had, like, mana problems, which is what I really hope for, what I feel like is the most thing you can hope for. Um, uh, I was playing a... I ended up with a blue-white, splash-black, uh, kind of Esprit control deck, uh, spell deck. And... Um, both games just went long enough to where the card advantage, one, game one, the card advantage from a death denied for like five creatures is what allowed me to seal it up. And then this game, an opportunity, like allowed me to seal it up. So it was both games where like we were playing a very attrition heavy game where we're like nickel and diming each other. And I feel like the, the key was once we both sort of exhausted a lot of stuff, then I had a big card draw spell that allowed me to push it over. Yeah, opportunity's sick. I have a I have a seventh edition foil opportunity that I bought at one point. Did you know that's like one of those rare, weird seventh edition black border foils? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has like art that is only on the seventh edition yeah. one, right? Yeah. I can't even think. What does the art look like? It's like a, a pirate or somebody in a capsized storm or something. Oh, I think. Right, right. Yeah. Like, oh man, I look at this opportunity I found. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Opportunity's great. I had somebody played Opportunity against me as well. So uh, would you say that you feel pretty strongly that you have a, a good chance going into round two? Like, does your deck feel balanced? Does it feel like, or do you feel like you drew well and it was a good matchup? I mean, I definitely think I drew well. That was important. I There are a couple of cards that I'm missing from my deck that I, like, I didn't end up with any compulsive research, which is something I really was hoping to grab in our third pack. And my deck's a little frenetic because I was trying to do the blue-white artifacts and didn't find enough to really get there. So my deck is really more just a blue-white, Skies deck, like I kind of said in the pre-show, and uh, uh, I like it, but I don't have that many ways to close the game out. I only have like Aranta Ephemeron and and some like little like planning on winning the 
my spells equal more than your spell. Like two for one as much as possible so that my little nerds can like win. Ephemeron's great. That card's very powerful. I love I love all of the the whole cycle of common uh, what do you got? You got you got Ivory Giant Ivory Giant is one that I have, but I'm not playing it, but I I always look at it when it's in my sideboard because I feel like do I just need a three four that you know, that falters? Uh, and you got what you so Ivory Giant, Giant Dust Wasp, Errant Ephemeron, Keldon Haldebears, and Corpulent Corpse. Is that the five at common? I believe, yes. Yeah. And they're all they're all like really stellar because they're not the worst when you cast them for full cost. And uh, but they're great if you manage to live the dream and suspend them on like the turn that you want to suspend them on. I remember back in the day, uh, the the good one was Ephemeron. That was the first. That was the pack one pick one. I remember like during uh, when Planar Chaos had just come out. I remember drafting a, a green suspend deck that ended up with like four of those wasps. And the number of times like wasp would come in turn after turn after turn was uh, pretty stellar. We got Jimmy Wong just waltzing into the picture. He's looking over my deck right now. I got I got to say he's. Uh, I feel violated, Jimmy. How'd the games go? Uh, the games went all right. Uh, you did have good draws, for sure. Every time I played the thread, it was immediately correctly answered by the right thing. Um, I didn't have much removal, but uh, the deck was, you know, it's mono-black. That's all I have to say about it. What are the two cards in games that you want to draw the most, and did you draw them? Uh, in the games against uh, these first few games, I really wanted to play uh, Swamp Street Wraith, whatever it is, because it has Swamp Walk, but it got Vidalkin bounced both times. And of course, Grizzlebrands, just every time. Did you draw or play him in either game? I did. I was at eight life, so uh, not a good way to end facing down like four attackers. So unfortunately, couldn't get there in time. Almost though, that you almost lived the dream. I uh, I got to summoning trap in my game into Kozilek. Oh my goodness! And then it got pillory of the sleepless the oh. immediately and did nothing. I drew no cards. It was a complete waste. You couldn't worry because you're not casting it, right? Oh bummer. Well, oh, summoning trap doesn't even cast it. So you just sort of had it chilling. Yeah. Eh, well, a dream was lived. It blocked an auger of bolus, guys, so that was nice. good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to round two. Hopefully my deck will suck a little less. We'll see. Newborn removal, but uh, all good things. Well, my deck's slow and full of dinosaurs, but I can't wait to try to cast them again. So uh, that was great. Uh, thanks for talking to us, guys. Okay, now this is weird because, you know, you're not hearing the pause, but we are. But we are back, and this time we're, we're at the finals. And guess who's in the finals? What's up, everybody? Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman made it to the last round, and he is facing off against Sam Abramowitz. Hello. And uh, you, you guys were you you're one and one. Where you took a pause to see how the game was going to go. Can you guys tell me how the first games went? I mean, I kind of feel like we're both just playing decks full of dinosaurs, but my deck has Grimlock and his doesn't. Is the way it really feels. <laughs> That's like kind of what's going on. Um, Transformers. That was that was a Dinobots joke, guys. Just in case you Yeah, wondering. no, I don't think anyone knew yeah. what that meant. <laughs> uh, I have Kozilek in my deck. I was able to cast it last game, hard cast. It was sick. The, the best part about it was that I had Sen's enlistment, which I sided in against him because he has like the, he has two of that stupid entwine. Stir the pride. Stir the pride. It's like such a beating. He got me for 20 on turn six in yeah. game one with it. Just yeah. He did, I, he did that to me twice, too. So like, Sam was the person who kicked me out of the, the winner's bracket. So I sided in the Sens Enlistment just so I could like pro probably on turn three play it and have like a better chance of surviving the early game beats. And it was in my graveyard early on, and he just watched me play land after land with two cards in my hand, which is like very clear what's going on at that point. Yet it still won the game when I cast it. So Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. You had all of those 4-4s four to block my 3-3 three, three tokens with after I stirred the pride at you and... I gained 18 life or something like that. Yeah, he swung and gained 17 life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did 26 damage against him in my, my game, and he uh, did not die. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one with like nine life left. Yeah, it was it was unfair. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a big turn. So yeah, so that's uh, we have this one game left, and he's gonna be on the play for this one. Which with ramp decks like ours, that's a, that's big that's big news. Um, I just have to hope that I can draw my best card. I've drawn. I've if, you, if you lose, I'm just disappointed in you. As uh, a, as a Masters of Modern co-host, everyone's. <laughs> there's a lot of good modern cards in here. It's been a lot of fun. I have yeah. two Kitchen Finks and a Wiltleaf Leash, <laughs> which is really <laughs> exciting. And also Sporloth Ancient, which is the that's the weird Future Sight one, the four 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 five, where instead of removing three to make a guy, you only have to remove two counters to make a guy. It's like significantly better than all the other ones. And that with a Wiltleaf Leash. Or a spread the sickness to proliferate your tokens, <laughs> or proliferate your counters. Sick. You can also populate. Do you have any populate cards? No. Oh, no. you didn't get you didn't get all the way there. But I was able to proliferate a counter. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> I, think it, I think it won me the game. Half a sapling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna go into our final match here. So all right, I'm looking forward to see what happens. Yeah, any final thoughts, Sam? Uh, nope. Uh, who, who's who do you think's favored to win? Obviously me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a commercial break between the uh, during the final round. The finals, the 1-1 uh, game where we just discussed in the actual Masters final. block. And we're going to take this moment to thank rest. everyone that helped make this happen. First off, the Patreon. Thank everyone on the Patreon. You guys are the best. Uh, and you make the podcast happen. The reason we exist is because you guys go. If you go to the Patreon right now, you can also get our secret code. You have to be a donator, but you get our secret code to be able to download the Lifelinker Masters of Modern Background, which we're, we're planning on making a little bit and rarer. And what is Lifelinker? Lifelinker uh, is the new app released by the Command Zone, uh, oh, which cool. is a cool life counter app. You can do multiplayer. You can get cool color changes uh, if you pay for the, the track premium. track poison and... It does track poison. Sweet. Yeah, they'd have to. Craig is a person they play with. You can do it first. But also what's cool about it is a bunch of these different online community members uh, have their own backgrounds that you can download, but you have to go to them to kind of download it. And each one has different ways they're accomplishing it, and it's cool. cool. So you can get, like, loading ready run. You can get uh, limited resources. You can get Tolarian Community College logos. You can get the Mana Source logos. Wow, Command all of your own. favorite magic yeah, content so like creators. It's like a content creator, collect them all, life counter. And if you go to our Patreon right now, you can download it. Uh, also, thanks to the Command Zone in general. Uh, Jimmy was a part of this, and he got to play. Uh, he is did not get to the finals. so uh, You know, I, I had to knock him out in that first round. I know. Out of I know it's brutal. <laughs> uh, him and, and also Josh Kim. But they were really good games. They were yeah, really yeah. good games. I prefer them to the other games where I just lost a mana problems. Oh, yeah, and you won against me in the last round. It's true. I did. I just crushed co-host Alex <laughs> I was I was I was too too proud I had sword I fought back unlock. from one life yeah. against sort of uh, sort of fire bad at magic that's why <laughs> that's alright we all are uh, thanks to your podcast oh yeah thanks to me to the Do I Still Love It check us out all over uh, iTunes Google Play and all that stuff Do I Still Love It for all of your nostalgic needs yeah so it's kind of basically what the podcast is is you you watch with people. Uh, yeah, we stuff have they a, loved when they were a kid. Yeah, it's great. We have uh, I know a bunch of the uh, people from around LA, creative types and comedians and stuff. We have them on the show to rewatch movies like you know The Goonies or Little Mermaid or most importantly the episode I was on, which is Power Rangers. Go watch watched, it. Yeah, we watched five episodes at random from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one. And uh, we came away with wholeheartedly still loving it. And I think right after we recorded, then you and I went back in and watched two more episodes. Yep. <laughs> we just got a little drunk and watched two more episodes it's, of Power Rangers. It is one of the, uh, we said it earlier in this episode, it's insane how, how like, don't watch it by yourself. But if you watch it with other people, you'll heavily enjoy yourself. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of those things where, like, I can't imagine watching it by myself because it's just a little it's too like not stupid. Good, yeah. But you want someone that you can, like, look at and be like, yeah, that was awesome. Well, like, and we got lucky and we kind of, watched the con 
the consecutive path of like every upgrade that the Zord got. Oh in yeah, the first yeah. Episode we, we seem to somehow for a show that has only that has only for a show that has sixty three episodes in its first season, enough for an entire series run for like Breaking Bad. It has yeah. sixty three <laughs> episodes in season one, and we managed to in the five random that we got hit like every major plot point that was going down. Like we got the we, we got the episode, pilot, then we got the, the Green introduction Ranger of the intro. Green Ranger, the fall of the Green Ranger, like all of the. Uh, uh, yes, we like we hit all the major plot points. So if you have any idea what we're talking about when it comes to Power Rangers, then you know that we <laughs> we hit all these significant yeah. things from the. We beginning. got to see like the weird brontosaurus tank that they eventually ride when they like combine with the Dragon I, Zord. I, I'm still not exactly like now. It's almost I'm curious. I need to go back and like actually watch the show. Like, so I'm like, find out where did, did this? That come I, from? I did not remember a brontosaurus at all being in the. I remembered it. I did not realize we would see it, and it's like doesn't make any sense of why it exists, but it's sweet. Speaking of which, have you seen the? new Power Rangers I saw movie? the movie, yeah. How was it? Uh, it's fun. You definitely have to like have been a Power Rangers person oh, okay. or a teenager, I think. One of those two things to appreciate it. So if you've never been a teenager, please do not watch. No, no, no I think like, at the time, be oh, a teenager. Because okay. okay. like, we took my younger brother, who's like 15, 16, and he liked it. Okay. But like, I think he liked it in the way that like a teenager would like a movie about a bunch of teenagers doing da- like Power sure, Rangers sure, things. Yeah. And then me and the other guy we were with appreciated it because we liked Power Rangers and had seen it. So you, you think know. if you had been an adult who, who didn't, didn't like, like it, Rangers? you'd be like, what is this crap? Yeah, no, yeah, the movie like doesn't, it's <laughs> not good. <laughs> but like, there's enough nostalgic stuff, and it's just like, just kind of campy and fun. I've been really appreciative of movies this year. I haven't really seen one I like. I guess like Kong Skull Island is the one I liked the least. Uh, see, it didn't even look very good. I didn't want to like, see it. It was fine. It just wasn't great. But yeah, so, so thanks to everyone. Uh, and oh, we've just found we've out just... that Ben Bateman... Master of Modern has won the triple modern block draft. Give me that mic. Give me that mic. I'm just yelling into the mic now. I'm closer. Yeah, so <laughs> so tell tell me tell me about the game. Uh it was a pretty intense game, yeah, Cotton. Uh, <laughs> I, uh it was good. Uh it was turn five summoning trap into Kozilek. Oh, that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> it was uh it was like play the summoning trap and then flip the cards one by one and there was a seventh card and I slammed it down on the table and there it was. <laughs> was like, Whoa, that's epic. In a meaningless game where it's like wins us no money. Alex is keeping all of oh the man, cards. I'm There's so not even any prizes. I'm really mad now that we weren't doing play by play. Yeah. That would have been an epic it Randy was, yeah, Bueller, oh my god, lightning helix moment. <laughs> Let's take that back game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Sam, Sam, uh was that the main that was the main? Did you have any chance to come back? Um, no, the Kozilek just like <laughs> put me way dead on turn five. I curved out pretty well with like two ex- Terramorphic Expanses in the opener in a five-color deck with like untapped lands to go with it, Kozilek's Predator on turn three after a Signet. So it was like Signet, Predator, Summoning Trap. It was like pretty busted. Um, yeah. So what does Summoning Trap trigger off of as a trap? If, if they the counter something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at least you didn't counter anything and like, yeah, it was really I punishing. I did not counter anything. No. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it, yeah, like you, one more turn or like one misstep in that game, you probably win the game just because you have Lingering Souls, you have the 3-3 three, three Flyer, and you have the card in your hand. You're right, yeah. You can just afraid. get me for a million. <laughs> so so would, would, would you guys, A, do this draft again? 100%. Easily, yes. Yeah. Super fun. Um, I'm going to give it to Marshall after I ask questions. And, and would you, what, was, what would you like say the best archetypes were we both were playing five color monsters so i yeah. think that's pretty clear i think that was pretty easily first yeah i was definitely envious of uh, sam because that my in modern masters 2 like that's far and away i think the most fun thing to try and draft is the f- just five color good stuff because then things like world gorger phoenix or whatever are just like lots of 
like f just fun value cards that are hard to beat. Uh, one thing, like drafting the whole block together, I noticed there were certain things like spirits. There are spirits in all three sets, and you could have drafted some of the tribal cares about cards and made like a pretty decent Esper Spirits deck. And multiple changelings, too. Yeah, and, and the arcane spells, some of them trigger off of spirit stuff. So like you get kind of that whole... There's that the spirits is one of the three lines. I think uh, tokens is another one that I noticed were in everything. Like literally the green white strategy in all three modern masters has been tokens. Like Correct. this one was populate. The What's one retail was right now on these packs? Like if you were gonna try to buy a draft set of this, it was like forty bucks. It's more? It, it's yeah. Like one is the one that hurts, and one's like forty bucks, thirty bucks for a pack. Yeah. Whoa! I didn't realize it was that yeah, expensive. Yeah. So I, I bought ten, and it was two hundred for ten. Okay. Well, it was because you bought ten. Is oh yeah, so it's twenty bucks a pack. Yeah, Sorry, gotcha. it's twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks a pack it for modern one, and then I think it's forty bucks total to for play. the whole thing. Maybe fifty. I'd say fifty is a safe one. Forty to fifty is not that bad, yeah. considering how fun of a throwback it is, and the the value of the cards. This is not the same thing as like when you play an older draft format, and it's expensive because the product is old. So there's like a couple good cards you want to open, but most of it's crap. Right. At all the commons and uncommons in this, in, they're all like playable and worth money. I think it's actually decent value to buy these sets and do this. It's still blatantly true. Like I had this feeling when the set came out, and then even back then, packs were close to twenty bucks, anyways. But Modern Masters One is just so deep because, like, Kitchen Finks, Path to Exile, like all the commons and uncommons. Every pack you're opening, you're just like, oh, this is a thirty dollar card. Yeah, I mean, Street Wraith is a common. Like Lava Spikes, a common. Everyone yeah. was like flipping their rares over, and they had these like twenty, thirty dollar rares. But like, even the people who didn't were opening like Kitchen Finks, Path, Eternal Witness, like. Yeah, yeah, and especially because they even like the, some of the workhorse cards, like City of Brass and stuff. It's like, well, this still has value. Uh, have you guys gone over the value that you got out of this particular? It was insane. It was insane. We Alex all started with with Modern Masters one, and. Uh, I opened a Tarmogoyf, and so we're all like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about it a little earlier, but I think I would say the top five cards were Foil. It was Tarmogoyf, Foil, Sword of Fire and Ice, Foil, Scalding, Scalding Tarn. Tarn. That was the top three, almost, for Easily, sure. Yeah. There was a Pact of Negation, which is like $20, $30. There was a Glimmer Void, which is a chunk of money, I think. Okay. And um, there was a Foil Street Wraith, which might actually be more money than we're giving credit. Uh, I think there's also um, Pact... Uh, there's one other good one that I'm forgetting in my brain. Let's like But yeah. Oh, Kozilek. <laughs> oh, Kozilek. Kozilek. Kozilek and Iona, right? Yeah, Iona. Grizzlebrand. Grizzlebrand. Yeah. Pretty pretty solid yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We literally pretty got like a big version of the, of like. Yeah. yeah. And even like Foil Lava Spike was in there. Like, yeah. yeah, we like. like, like and that's just. And Modern Masters 1 was just like all the myth. Like, that's the point. Like, every pack is foil, and all those foil packs have a chance of being yeah. a legitimate card. Yeah, definitely was a huge amount of fun. I had a blast. I also had a blast beating Sam. So congratulations, Sam. It was a good game. Thank you. Yeah, good game. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. And, and I, I want to thank, by the way, the, this is the end of the episode, so I want to thank Heidi Ho Comics for letting us host it here and being awesome. And that's why the noise is a little wonky today. We're literally on, the sound equipment is set on two chairs and kind of on the floor. But uh, Michael Grothy let us set it up here, and it was really awesome. It's a great day. This is the, the welcome day, so we got to hang out with a bunch of new players. Um, yeah, I guess. Thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, find us on Twitter at the MMCast. You can yep. find me at Ben Bateman Media. I'm at Kess Wiley. Uh, please follow me, Marshall James. I'm at Marshall Unfocused and also at Do I Still Love It? All over the internet. Please listen to my show. Super follow, cool. follow Jimmy at, at Jimmy Wong. Jimmy Wong or J JF, Wong. JF Wong. JF Wong at the Command Zone for podcasts. Follow Josh Kim, uh, who is at Lol Zell. 
I think. Yes. Uh, and lastly, guys, we do this all out of pocket. We make zero dollars on this podcast, so the Patreon helps us stay alive. It helps us like go to tournaments and do all the fun things that we want to do. So, the, for instance, the Patreon did not pay for this. Alex paid for these packs himself. Yeah, uh, that's we, true. To like, buy sound <laughs> equipment and things and take time to edit it. So if you want to help us out or get the code for our... Yeah, no, we, we, we talked about the Lifelinker thing already um, uh, we, during our commercial break between your, your yes. semifinal and final uh, games in your match. Patreon.com slash the MMCast. And if you want to catch up daily, I'm on Anchor, the new app, which is Podcast Meets Twitter. Or, uh, Podcast Meets Twitter. Yes. Short form audio. It falls off. It's like two, three minutes at a time. Yes, it's awesome. Like a long vine. Yes, and I'm and I'm talking magic every single day. I'm doing like mental magic on there. You can challenge me. I've been doing that every single Thursday. Throw down Thursday. It's like we call back and forth. It's really fun. So and you and you also started one as well on Anchor. Yeah, I just started up an Anchor for Do I Still Love It at Do I Still Love It. Still holding strong, having every Do I Still Love It out there. You just got to take on every time there's a new social media. Both of you have to be like, that that mini, it's me. Uh, because yeah, we no like one's to do. does cast Wiley. I'm safe forever. Yeah, <laughs> we like to do mini, like little mini. Do I still love it? It's on the video part of Instagram, of when oh, they have sure. more of a visual con. And but I'm definitely excited to explore Anchor. It's following a fun ben app. Baton's. It's a super fun app. And sure. also a big shout out to Queen and all the other music that was playing <laughs> in the background because we were in a store and have no control over that. Uh, and yeah, sick. Thanks, Sweet. guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for your attention. See you later, alligator.